<clears throat> Welcome to the TB Toy Cast, where Travis and Brian talk all things toys from the past, the present, and the future. Ugh, that's all we need, another podcast where a bunch of nerds talk about toys. Enjoy the show! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it is that time once again for the TV Toy Cast. My name is Brian, and joining me as always on this adventure down the toy aisle is my good friend Travis. Travis, it is episode 82. Are you ready to talk some toys? Uh, man, I'm getting old and tired, and I podcast with a bunch of kids. But try out this bakery. Yeah, they're not They're not open on Monday, so... Hey, you might want to mind be careful what you say. You might want to come back to work in a few months. Nah, nah I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's boy, that story's taking a turn, hasn't it? There's two sides to every story, and man, I just think both sides are just acting juvenile. Truth be told, from the 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 first trios match where. Like, Kenny was pretend biting someone in the arm, and the Young Bucks did the buckshot lariat that broke, like, to, like, we're, sadly, this is going to be on par with the Montreal Screwjob. We're never going to know the whole story, and everybody is going to stick to their guns to say that they are the one that were victimized or the one that were right and it it's sad but like um I, like the worst part to keep it toy related is literally his walmart exclusive figure came out like a week or two before right and it has just like killed that popularity because i i see a bunch of those well in that hangman are all still sticking around so it's mm-hmm done nothing but but hurt hurt their toy sales, I think. Yeah, I think it, it didn't help anybody. Now, if they can turn this into an angle, maybe they can make some money back off of it, but yeah, I don't know. That was just such a weird moment because I'm sure, like, you, I started getting on Twitter and, like, Punk's going off. He's burying everybody, and it's kind of like, what? Because I, I never remember yeah. those media scrums, right? I, I don't ever really... Pay much well, attention to, to them. And you can usually catch highlights later, and it's like, that's really all you need. But that was one I had to the, like, go and click on it because I knew things were going down. The thing about those media scrums, man, is those pay-per-views go until after midnight. And then the media scrums happen immediately after. And the pre-show is from the, the free, like the TNT or TBS pre-show is 7 to 8. The uh, pay-per-view starts at 8 and goes to midnight. Like, I'm WrestleMania wore out. Five hours of a show, and it's midnight, and I have to go to work the next day, and I'm old and I'm tired. And I work with a bunch of kids. I've already stated that. (laughs) Well, see, I've often said that I think sometimes the problem with today's current wrestling, and I know we're not a wrestling podcast, but stay with us here. Um, a lot of the problem with today's current wrestling is it's too much, right? Like, 
there is something to be said about a one hour wrestling program, right? There's something special about four to five matches max, maybe even three, you know, or, or just shorter shows because when we were young, I yearned to watch more wrestling because I wasn't, you know, so overexposed with it going through a WrestleMania week of like two back-to-back six hour shows plus pre-shows and post-shows and all that other stuff. And it's a lot, man. Like you were saying, like it's, it's so much. You're just like, I, I got a detox from this. This is too much wrestling. And I think that's what they're falling into where it kind of like in, in Marvel movies too, like Marvel's done a good job where, yeah, their movies are long, but they don't produce 14 a year, right? They do three. So you have a little bit of time to get acclimated to watching them and stuff. But right, um, I think that's the problem with wrestling right now is there's just too much of it. Yeah, I remember before the network and, um, you know, at the time, uh, gosh, uh, it was probably... 12, uh, maybe 15 years ago, but, you know, SmackDown was around. But I remember, because I I was a subscriber to the Wrestling Observer uh, at the time, and they made a a big to-do about it because they did that WrestleMania week where it was like Monday was Raw, Tuesday was like ECW or... um, Wednesday was like the mania of WrestleMania that they put on the network. Uh, Thursday was SmackDown because it wasn't Friday Night SmackDown yet. Friday was like a Booker T or a Rey Mysterio biography. Saturday was the Hall of Fame. And Sunday was WrestleMania. And because that, that was like the first time there were seven days in a row of wrestling. On top of Impact, because Impact was somewhere in that mess, but I remember, like... um, That's a lot of wrestling. (laughs) Right. But now that's that's the norm. Mm -hmm. Like, there was Raw tonight, or I don't know tonight. It's Thursday, not Monday. I have no idea what I'm talking about. Thursday morning to present to our listeners. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh... But you've got Raw, and then Tuesday is NXT, Wednesday is AEW, Thursday you get a break, Friday is SmackDown, Saturday is either a pay-per-view or, or no, Friday is SmackDown and uh, Dynamite, whatever their Friday night show, Rampage, yeah. yeah. Like, so your only night without wrestling is Thursday, and... Like when you don't have it, when you don't have enough time to watch it all and keep up on all of it, it's like, well, I'm going to miss this. I'm going to miss this, and then you get too far behind, and you're like, and I'm done. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's like the retros. Like I'm overexposed to retros, and I'm overexposed to wrestling. Well, um, I think sometimes when you have that that too much exposure to anything. The only thing to do is just completely break from it. Right. Right. And I, to kind of circle back around to, to collecting, cause that's more what we're about. And we're going to dive into carnival toys, uh, in our main event. That was picked from soda hunter. Um, 
but I'll get back to that in just a second. Do you think that's where the collecting boom will eventually just like, and I've been there where I'm just like, I'm done with everything. And then you kind of eventually ease your way back in. But sometimes it's hard, man. Like it's like with collecting when there's so much happening, the prices are skyrocketing. It's hard to, it's hard to stay involved, right? It is, man. And I'm like, I know we've talked about it, collecting fatigue, but there's just not enough. There's too much on the horizon. If this was a scale, we're front heavy right now yeah, or top heavy. So much stuff is coming out. Not enough is coming out. And by the time that the stuff you want comes out, you've already hit burnout and or fatigue or I'm done waiting on this. Like, you know, you talked, we talked about, you know, offline about the Joes. Like there hasn't been a new really Joe line since October, November, but yet they've got 60 to 70 figures coming out. Um, I know uh, I keep hearing Bazooka and Ricondo are hitting target. I haven't seen them myself. That's the new, um, like Tiger Force, and the in the Duke yeah. with the Ram cycle is hitting and Duke. Yeah, I haven't seen that yet. I did. I did see that uh, people are posting online that new Masterverse figures, like Too Bad, is hitting. Roboto, Stratos is starting to hit. So like you're seeing seeing some more Masterverse and the figures. the movie He Man and Skeletor. Yes, those are starting are hitting. to hit, um, and a few others. So. Stuff's coming out. It just sometimes it's like it hits and then it kind of goes away and then hits and goes away. And I think the problem is there's so much now it's hard to keep up with everything. It is. And that's, you know, I, I went down to our aisle a couple times and, you know, it's frustrating when you walk down the toy aisle and you look at the wrestling figures and you see the same four Farouks, five Bradshaws, Three Mighty Mollies, um, 12 TNT champion Sammy Guevara. Yeah. Poor, poor Sammy is like Target Tito all of a sudden. Like, he is not moving. Um, and you just see the same things over and over and over. And even like the repetitive going, you're just like, I want to see something new. I want to see something new. And then you just, you like you start walking up and you can kind of see the end and you're like I'm walking faster I'm walking faster and then you see the same stuff you're like crap <laughs> well and I'm sure you've done this too with your collecting sometimes you if there's something out that you are wanting to find which we'll dive into that here in a little bit with superpowers you may you might make an excuse to go to a Walmart like ooh I need to I need to get this I need to get that almost as a way like yep. okay now I can go see if they have the new superpowers or Joe's or whatever it might be. But when you just like strike out time after time after time, it kind of makes it where you don't even want to go. I did that this morning. Um, I needed cream cheese for my like crock pot chicken. And I was like, Oh, Gavin's at school. Come on, Gracie. Let's go. Why dad? We got to get cream cheese. But I wanted to see if they had, uh, Wonder Woman, Deathstroke, or Nightwing. Mm-hmm. And nope. Uh, but also, inflation talk, 
two things of cream cheese was six bucks. Wow. Like, I know, we talk figures, and I'm going down, like, but cream cheese used to be like a buck fifty or two for a dollar ninety eight. Six bucks for cream cheese. The two pack. So I'm gonna throw one at you because I know there's a lot of prices I don't recall on everything, right? Like all the all, all yeah. you'd really think about is when you see something like wow, that seems more expensive. Well, I was at Walmart yesterday buying a couple of things. And you know they have the four pack of the Reese cups up at the cash register? Yeah, the king size. Do you remember how much that used to cost? Because I, I remember distinctly, it was ninety nine cents. Yeah, it was like it was around a buck. Like, was it ninety seven, ninety nine, one oh seven, whatever? Like Walmart's pricing is, but it was around a buck. It is now a dollar ninety nine. And and you think it's about now, it, it's like that's like a hundred percent markup, right? I mean, like that's. It completely doubled what it was. Like, yeah, and I think a lot of stuff is doubled or right at that because, and like I said, the only reason I know cream cheese price, guys, don't think I'm weird for knowing the price of cream cheese, but I only buy cream cheese when I need to buy cream cheese, like sure. for like buffalo chicken dip mm-hmm. or like a nacho mix, or, but so. Like, I only buy them two at a time, and you know, like those two packs. So, like, sure. you know, please don't think I'm a cream cheese fanatic. And <laughs> But it, it's still, it's like, I was like, ah, oh, you know, two bucks, three bucks, whatever. And it's right. like six, and I went, boy, how bad do I need this cream cheese right now? <laughs> and, and that's the bad thing is I think it's going to start making us not get stuff like that, you know, cause there's a lot of unnecessary like groceries that we all buy. But when you're just buying like something like that, you're like, Oh, good Lord. Like that's, a, that's insane. So prices yes. are definitely skyrocketing and it's unfortunate. Um, I'll tell you one thing that is definitely, uh, always been expensive. What, what a segue there. Carnival toys and carnival games. Now this was picked from our, from our buddy soda hunter from the, in the marbles podcast. Make sure to check out that show, especially if you're a NASCAR fan. And uh, Carnival Toys or Fair Toys is kind of a... All right, we're back. I lost Travis for a second there. Um, But no, what I was talking about is uh, Carnival Toys and Fair Toys. And these have always kind of been a thing, of course, where things you can buy or things that you can win for the Carnival games. In fact, Soda sent me over what he remembers the most, and I remember these very vividly. Do you remember like when you get like the picture... It was in like a glass thing, but like the frame was cardboard. Do you remember those? Yeah, I do not know how carnivals never got sued and people like kids didn't cut their fingers off because of the glass. Oh, yeah. But, oh, yeah. Those things were – they covered everything from wrestling oh, yeah. to yin-yangs to uh, – I mean, this is going to – I. They were they were there, like so. Please don't cancel me or cancel like anything with like the Confederate flag, mm-hmm. like that. Like that was big, or the obviously like the bikini models, the lingerie models, like the Playboy oh, yeah. bunny. They were. 
I couldn't they think of everywhere. anything they didn't have, right? Right. And that was a cool thing because, like, you're like, man, I really want that Tasmanian devil because, you know, Taz was huge. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, but that Stone Cold looks pretty awesome. Oh, yeah. Wait, there's a Spider-Man? Oh, Batman symbol. Yeah, yep. I need a Batman symbol. Oh, they were they were everywhere, and like, how? What a cheap prize! A little piece of glass, a picture, and a cardboard frame. You know, but perfect. But people were like, "I really want to throw this football through that tire so I can possibly win one of those." Yeah, hand me one of these blunt darts so I can pop a balloon with it. Yes, and when it hit when it hits the balloon, it's just going to bounce off. Yeah, we're definitely going to dive into all the fair toys here in our main event. I'm very excited to dive into that. It's a really, really fun one. Uh, before we get into that, there's a few things we want to we want to touch on. Uh, first of all, this is kind of interesting news because we've known about this for a while, but we just now saw pictures just today. Uh, Boss Fight Studio announced the first wave of the MLW action figures, which are going to feature Alexander Hammerstone, Jacob Fatu, Killer Cross, oddly enough, uh, a.k.a. Carrion Cross. And Mads Kruger, um, they retail for $40. They look similar to almost Ultimate Edition from WWE, best I could tell. What are your thoughts yeah. on these, man? I think they look great. Uh, as you know, uh, jumping on the Super 7 train, uh, they they make great figures. Um, I I'm excited but hesitantly excited to see how the head paints look. Yeah. Um, only because I know the the Brian Myers and the Cardona uh, and even like uh, Gallows and Anderson weren't. They, the sculpts were great, but the painting wasn't. So well, Yeah, but you can't compare uh, two companies like that. I mean... That's true. Boss, you're right. So, sorry, old man, boss fighting Super 7. My bet. Forget everything I just said. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying, though, I get, like, with Super 7, the price is so extreme that you assume the figure's going to be absolute perfection. So if it's not, it's like, holy crap, I just spent 55 bucks on this. Maybe more, you know, so. See, you are the best podcasting partner because you literally just tried to cover up my screw-up when I completely thought confused boss fight and super seven, <laughs> but it's what I do. Boss man. Fight's gonna, <laughs> That's I what know, I do is cover like, up for people. Absolutely. And there, Hey, there it there's is. that. Absolutely. I told you about start the counter. Anyway, there's one uh, no, boss fight. Uh, I'm excited. We've got, I, I know I told you off the, off the air, but these like, these are way better yeah. than the impact figures. Um, Killer Cross actually comes with an accessory that I've never seen. The splintered kendo stick. Yeah, that's like, a cool one. Especially if he comes with like a regular one too. That would be awesome. Yeah. Great for figure sure photography. That, I, yeah, I'm sure that that has something to do with a match I've never seen. Um, I would guess. Mm-hmm. Or an angle. But it was really cool to see that. It was also really cool to see uh, the head scan with hair. Mm-hmm. Um, they beat they beat Mattel to that. I mean, I don't know. Mattel might get one to 
you know, in your hands faster, but this is the first one I've, we've seen because all the previous ones, he was still bald. Right. We also have uh, the the minor league member of the bloodline that hasn't made it to the WWE yet. That's right. Um, I, I'll be honest. I am thoroughly impressed. Um, the... I, I think they look great. Now, one thing I want to bring up, Nate from Ring Skirt showed off. He got that new Lucha Libre Conan. Yes. And it was considerably smaller scale than what WWE or AEW is doing. And that could be an issue, I think, for people if they're like, ex- like extremely smaller. Because scale is important to a lot of people. And I would have to imagine like you're going to want these to be in scale with your current day wrestling figures. Yeah, they they did the same thing with like Pinta. They've they've all been a touch a touch small. Mm-hmm. So if we have to nitpick something, we can nitpick that. But like, I just overall like I I I'm I'm excited for them. Uh, I want to see the packaging. Yes, like they showed all of the like a complete. 360 of the of the figure like a turnaround so i don't know and like also it, it was um, great they're making a belt pack which is pretty cool man that's like straight up jacks back in the day when you would get the smart the belt packs at kb toys yeah yeah i think stuff like that is real i mean because honestly that's smart Whereas someone might be like, you know what, I don't need the MLW figures, but I would love to have the belts. Like that's kind of a smart strategy, I think. So, I think the figures look great. They are retailing for thirty nine ninety nine. Um, I know they're up for pre order on Boss Fights website. They're also for pre order on uh, Big Bad Toy Store. So, and uh, looks like they're going to hit quarter three of twenty twenty three. So, you know, about almost a year, but not quite. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, I I I think it's going to be great. I I can't wait to uh, I can't wait to see live versions instead of um, yeah. like renderings. I'll be honest. I was really shocked we didn't see the Von Erichs in Wave One. <sighs> you can't use all your star power in Wave One. Like I, I, I and I totally get that. I think Killer Cross was like they had an opportunity to use him, so like it's now or never. I get that. Mads Kruger, I know nothing about, but he's a really cool looking character, so I get that. And then I feel like Jacob Fatu and Alexander Hammerstone are your two top stars, so I get that as well. Yeah. So, I mean, overall, I, I feel it's, like it's, it's kind a good of wave. The, yeah, I feel like it's the FTC Ring of Honor. Like, oh crap, Kevin Owens is in NXT. We need to make. Kevin Steen. Oh shoot, the Young Bucks are in New Japan. Yeah. Like we've got it. Like so, uh, they're 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 doing good things. I, I can't wait to to see more. Definitely, I think it's awesome. Well, I think even Zombie fell into that with uh, Johnny Gargano. I think he was only able to put it up for sale in 2022, which is why he did. And uh, the pre, he said it'll never be offered again because the pre order. I think the contract ends in 2023. So. You know, he's, uh, same thing with Danhausen. Yeah, like I don't so. think he's going to be able to make a, a. I don't know, but I'd be willing to bet he can't 
uh, can't make a Danhausen anymore. I would imagine not. Again, I don't know how. I think every contract's probably different. I don't know how any of them work, but I would I would say probably not on Danhausen, um, unless he just becomes a free agent again, of course. Um, right. But yeah, the MLW figures. I think it's kind of a cool idea. I think it's cool that a new company's getting wrestling figures. Um, I'm always all for that. I think it's awesome. In fact, actually, Matt Cardona from the Major Pod shared a picture of the other day. This just kind of hit me. It was the Marco Corleone AAA figure from Playmates. Do you remember these in like the mid two thousands? Like, they didn't hit a lot of places, but I remember Toys R Us had them here, and I was just like, I completely no. forgot that those were a thing until he shared that. No, this is a a complete blind spot for me. Yeah, they they made like six figures. Marco Corleone was one of them, and that always popped me because it's like, wow, a Mark Gingerak AAA figure, amazing. But just a random thing, and they were made by Playmates. They weren't terrible looking, but I never bought any. And I think they showed off a ring that never came to be, and there was a second way that was supposed to happen, but I don't know if it ever did. It was just I think they were trying to make AAA kind of a bigger deal in that time and just just didn't happen. Oh, that's you know, that that tends to happen like Yeah. Especially with wrestling. There's so many outlaw mud shows out there, Breaker. <laughs> Got to love them outlaw mud shows. Uh superpowers they... are starting to hit uh, the new series, Series 3. In fact, uh, just the other day, I actually found myself a Deathstroke at my local Walmart. Haven't seen Wonder Woman or Nightwing yet, but we were kind of talking about this at the beginning of the show, how um, when new stuff's hitting, it's always important to start hitting the stores. And Yeah, the other day, I was just kind of randomly going there. Didn't expect to find anything, and I found a Deathstroke. It was kind of cool. That's awesome. Like I can't wait to start finding these. Um, now, part of me is going... The- this is where being a toy collector is frustrating. Yes. And I know that that you can can vouch for this because it's like all right, I want these. They're only 10 bucks. I I'm going to get these. But we know once they show up, they are going to uh they are going to be there forever. And it's like, well, do I wait for them to go to 7 bucks? Yeah. No, I don't do that. I'm just gonna like. I, I've got to get them now. Like, yeah. Do you play the long game, or 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 do you get them because you're excited to finally get them? With them only being ten bucks, I have no problem doing that. Um, I'll just go ahead and get them now, because I feel like my luck, like it would be like the one figure that I couldn't find anymore, and I have to pay like thirty on eBay. Um, right. That always makes me nervous. Uh. I did notice Dark Side is on clearance at my local Walmart. And Daniel Cross, my buddy, said that he saw the Supermobile on clearance for 10 And uh, my local Walmart has not clearanced out either vehicle, even though they have plenty of both. So I'm kind of hoping for that to happen, although it hasn't happened yet. But um, I actually never bought the Batwing, simply because I just thought 30 bucks was too much for that. And um, so... I was like, yeah, I don't think so. But now if it goes on clearance for 10, I'll definitely pick it up. Yeah, all of Series 1 for me has been $7 since right after Christmas. Mm-hmm. So Bat, Superman, uh, Dark Side, Flash, and the Batman Who Laughs were all 7 Um 
that makes me wonder. I know they all have individual SKUs, obviously, so yeah. it's not like you can confuse and say, hey, you know, yeah. this is $7. I mean, if you do, you're a scummy person for trying to steal $3 from Walmart. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> you, did, uh, <laughs> you did bring up a good point, though. We were talking, and and you mentioned how if you scan the barcode, you can see if it's been clearanced. And so I was like, oh, that's a good idea. So I actually did scan the barcode of the Batwing, and it still says 29.97. So it has not been clearanced, It'll, but I think it will be. Keep looking because that's how I lucked out on getting my uh, Panthor for, like, was it 27 bucks? I think it was what I know we talked about it on the, the podcast, but like, um, it still said 39 99. And then when I scanned it with the Walmart app, it, it came up at that clearance price. So, uh, keep scanning. I know that it's a pain in the butt to get that thing. Cause, um, the toy aisle is always in the back mm-hmm. where you get little to no service. Cause you're also around the electronics and you're trying to scan the app, and the app's thinking and thinking and thinking, 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 thinking. Uh huh. Sorry. And <laughs> um, you're like, dang it! Can I just? <laughs> is the scan worth twenty bucks? Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> well, you know, that's the thing. Is you talking about prices and stuff? Another thing I want to bring up is um, some new Masterverse figures are starting to hit. One of them being the Too Bad, which is um, a deluxe figure, so it costs like thirty three. So it's a little bit more on the expensive side, but but it's a really cool figure. Like, what are your thoughts on? I get like when certain things are more expensive, they don't need to be. It's kind of frustrating, but this is at least a a really cool looking figure. It is. Um, I know it won't. But part of me wishes it had the spring arms like mm-hmm. the original did. Yes. The spring arm punching action. And I know it's a Masterverse and they don't have that. But as a deluxe figure, this is a perfect example of what a deluxe figure should be. Yes. Agreed. It should be It should be worth the extra money. And although I, I will say every time I've bought a deluxe figure, I've usually found most of them clearanced out. So it's like, Hmm, do I wait? Kind of like what you were saying before, because I just went yeah. to target tonight and they had like six of those like furry beast men, like six of them. Right. And like, that's been out for right. months now. So I'm like, well, too bad. Sell out like crazy. I don't know. Like it, it kind of makes you wonder. And like, should you play the long game on these sometimes? It's tough with any of these, like Mattel, yeah, M- Motu, and you know it burnt me because the only deluxe figure I never saw again was Triclops. Yep, and guess what? Every other deluxe figure right now is like twelve bucks. Shira, Hordak, uh, Savage He Man, which came out before mm-hmm. um, Triclops, and what was the fourth one? Hordak, oh, Shira, King Grayskull, King Booker. King Booker, yeah, King Booker, yeah. So, it's it, take this as a lesson, you guys have all. If you're a listener, you've listened to this strife. Like I'm going to wait, I'm going to wait, and guess what? It uh, 
this waiting game bit me in the butt. And that's the problem, right? Like you just don't you just don't know like what the situation is going to be like next week. These could all sell out like crazy. But they may right. be sitting there for months. Like we just don't know. I always go back it, to uh superpowers how often and how frequent me and you looked for those. And how many times have you seen those on the pegs? Like right now they're clearanced. So like it wasn't an issue finding them, but we were, you know, scouring our respective areas trying to find these figures, and they were they were plentiful once they hit. So I don't think oh, it would be an issue with this new wave, but you never know. Right. Like, we looked and looked and looked, and I was like, we're never going to find this. And then when we did, it was like, oh, thanks the Lord. Yeah. And then, like, the next batch hit, the next batch hit. Right. I drove 45 minutes to buy them and ask the person to take them from the back because I didn't think I was ever going to find them. And now they're on clearance for $7. And that's the whole thing is we live in a world now where the thing that we usually see is someone's Target or Walmart, right? They always take the picture and post it. Hey, look, yep. new superpowers. And it's like, whoa. And... I'm sure much like me, you were like, I got to go to Walmart immediately, see if I can find them. And of course they're not there for, I feel like I didn't see mine for like a month, you know? So it's just, you just never know, but it's that feeling of like, I can't, I can't miss these. I got to get them, you know? So it's, it's definitely a a crapshoot with toy collecting. It's the gotta have mentality. Yeah. Gotta have it. Gotta have it. Somebody else has it. That means I should have it. Exactly. It bites you in the butt. It always does. It always does. Always does. Um, I got something in the mail pretty interesting. I wanted to get your uh, thoughts on this. Last week, one of the options I gave Soda Hunter was TV games from Jack Specific. And that kind of got me and you talking about that a little bit because I hadn't thought of these in a very long time. But, you know, if people don't remember, Jack's made several of these after I started doing research. They made several different versions. These are essentially a battery-powered plug-in-and-play. So you plug it right into your TV and... You could play, you know, Pac-Man or Atari games, whatever the system was. Well, they actually made a WWE one, and um, I had never played it, and kind of thought to myself, like, I don't think that's going to be any good, but I kind of want to play it just to say I played it. Right. So I found one on eBay for like 15 bucks. I thought, yeah, you know what? Why not? So I ordered it, got that in today, and I played it, and let me tell you, it was not very good. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not laughing at you, but like, that's just so spot on. Yeah. Like, I do. That's, that's kind of how funny this stuff is. It's like, I know this isn't going to be good. Yeah. But man, is it not good? Like when it's not good, it is not good. Well, it's funny because, you know, I think the whole, like, if you play like old games like Pac-Man or Dig Dug or whatever, it's kind of like. It's what you remember. This is like a new game because, you know, they recently made a WWE one, which was like a steel cage challenge. And it was like a remake of a Nintendo game, essentially that they did a plug and play version. And this is like an all new game. Best I can tell. It's got like Cena, Batista. I think Eugene was actually in there. Orton. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it's got like 10 or 12 guys on it. You can do a few different matches. Um, 
So it was, it was like, that's kind of cool. But it was just the one game, so I didn't know if it would be any good or not, really. But it was kind of fun to get it. But in my research, I found a couple of other games that they made that I'd forgotten about. They made a lot of these games based off game shows at the time, including Wheel of Fortune and Deal or No Deal. And I'm like, you know what? Those would actually be kind of fun, I feel like. I think I think that would be a lot of fun. The only thing, I'll, I'll make a comparison that, that might be a problem with Deal or No Deal is because it's not attached to the internet in any way. Um, I'm going to make a comparison to it being like the old Nintendo game Wheel of Fortune. Like they only had so many puzzles that you could do. And then once you started playing, like they had maybe a hundred puzzles. Yeah. You, you, you memorized all the puzzles and then the game all but became useless because yeah. you knew, you knew what it was, but, and I, it's going to be fun, but it, I, I think the deal or no deal has like a time, time frame of fun because you're going to know all the questions like over and over and over because it might not be able to hold a whole lot of uh, questions. You not do, that it's going to be realize bad. Deal or no deal is not a quiz show, right? Deal or no deal? Yeah. Deal or no deal. That's, Isn't that where you pick the briefcase, like, but that's all you do? Oh, guys, I am like, I'm retiring. <laughs> I've made it 82 episodes and have Nate, said two. Please put down your pitchfork. I know you're angry. I, no, so deal or what, no deal, how that worked is you'd pick a briefcase. Yeah, that's how I Mandel in the briefcase. Yeah. Uh, and then you basically was, try to eliminate briefcases as you go hoping you have a high number and then they make you an offer and either you accept it or not. They actually have that at a lot like Dave and Buster's and stuff with tickets, which has always kind of been a fun game to play. Uh, Wheel of Fortune, though, will be a puzzle-based game. So that one I get because, like you said, there will only be so many puzzles. But I think that what might be What was the one of- with the lady What uh, Weakest Link? You're the weakest link. I totally had Weakest Link in mind. Yes. I'm done. I, I'm done, guys. Like, uh, well, Wheel of Fortune, I think, might be kind of a fun party game if you had three people, you know, because there's three people on the panel. Because there's actually a wheel you spin, so I'm like, that might be kind of fun um, to do that. Again, I've not played any of these. I don't know how well they translate. It's hard to say. Because if you remember, these were sold in the toy aisle. This was kind of like the 2000s versions of Tiger Electronics, so... I don't expect much, but it might be kind of fun, you know, in a in a weird way. I yeah, I think it would be great, but I also think it could, like you said, like oh man, this ended up being way like I knew it was bad, yeah, but it, and that's part of the charm of it. It's like, sure. um, you know, I know it's bad, but oh boy, is it bad. <laughs> Well, and that's that to me is the whole thing is just maybe it'll be cool. If not, you know, it is what it is. This day and age, I don't really worry too much about buying toys because I know I can always like I could sell this thing probably for not much, but I could probably sell it to a local store. Right. You know, and so get some trade credit. Exactly. So 
I, I think it's kind of fun to do this stuff like this sometimes and just it gives us something to talk about on here as well. Um, I do know you want to bring this up because it's been the talk of the wrestling world. Vince McMahon is back, apparently not changing the day to day, quote unquote, although I don't know <laughs> if anyone actually buys that. But Vince McMahon's back in the WWE to help facilitate a sale of the company. What? I don't think we ever thought of WWE other than the McMahons. So what are your thoughts on this, man? It's crazy. Like uh, when Vince got the big boot and leg drop, like that was the first time that I had ever seen wrestling without uh, uh, or WWF, not wrestling, WWE. But, like, the WWE without Vince McMahon, Mm -hmm. like, as a creative. So that was crazy. Uh, But then now, the the unthinkable, like, you thought he was gone, and then he somehow worked his way back in. He fired two board members that he had a problem with, brought two board members back that he wanted, and is, like, negotiating selling – WWE, like, mm-hmm. how, like, this is absolutely bonkers. Like, the WWE could be ran by somebody else that isn't a McMahon. And this goes back to Vince McMahon Sr. And even, was it Jess, Jesse, Jess McMahon, like Vince's mm-hmm. dad uh, and Toots Mont. Like, they were all part of it back in the day. So, crazy. Absolutely crazy. And it's like I said, we don't normally have, like, wrestling talk. But, like, to my knowledge, this is a a first for everybody that, you know, unless you're, you know, five, six years older than me and can remember when Vince Sr. But, like, I don't know. It's just different. And I'm not saying it's bad, but just I never thought I would see the day. It's it's interesting to think what might happen for that company. Right. And and I think it was kind of like a weird thing, like everyone kind of was like uprooted out of WWE or they were fired and they all went to AEW. And then there's kind of rumor a lot of them weren't happy about being in AEW anymore. And they wanted to go back since Triple H was taken over. And it's like, I wonder if that changed now because now everyone's back in WWE. Um, yeah, like, did you see Tony Khan's tweet? I did. That, as crazy as he is and disconnected as, as he is, that was a funny tweet. And if you're not following Tony Khan, uh, 24 hours after Vince McMahon made it, put himself back on the board, Tony Khan put out a tweet and said, Man, this is strange. Everyone has been so nice to me the last 24 hours. Yeah. I don't know what happened. Like, that's such a Paul Heyman tongue-in-cheek move, like ECW oh, yeah. move. Well, I, 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 I think thought it, it was great. I think it shows, like, that he's like, I can kind of do what I want, you know? Like, like, yeah, he can't to a degree, but he can in the sense of, like, what are they going to do? Like, they're not going to do anything to him you know it's just right right now there's two major wrestling organizations and i'll be honest i still think a funny thing 
not a funny thing. A fun thing will be over the next few years, how many guys go back and forth. Cause I think it's going to happen. And I think that kind of makes the, uh, the industry fun. Like as weird as it was seeing Cody back in WWE, that was quite a moment that he came back at WrestleMania. And I, I think it was the best moment of WrestleMania last year, both nights. Yeah. And, and I think we're going to see more of that. Like guys showing up in AEW guys showing up in WWE or going back to one of them. Like, I, I mean, why not? Like, I think that's kind of cool. Like, look at Jeff Jarrett. That guy's been everywhere. Like, he can't stay anywhere more than, like, a year, it seems like. So, <laughs> I think it's awesome. It's, like, good for him. It's true, though, yeah. Like, I mean, get paid when you can, and yeah, it's, uh, you know. So, to kind of rein this in back into toys, do you think this sale will have any effect on Mattel or business as usual? I think it's business as usual simply because if you're Mattel, you can't not be happy with how they've done. Like, cause money wise, they've done very well. So I would think business as usual, honestly. Now, what if this, these like, I don't know, TV places, this, whoever buys them has their own, Hey, here we go. What if Tony Khan buys it? It's yeah. not going to happen. But Tony Khan buys it, and he's got a license with Jazzwares. How I do we would... fantasy book our book ourselves? Yeah, I mean, I would assume. This. Again, it's hard to say because I mean, like, I don't know exactly know how it goes, but my assumption would be that they're still with Mattel until the end of the contract, unless they decide to break it, right? But again, I right. have no idea. Like that's, I mean, I know there was a reason why it seems as though Jazzwares has a ring of honor license now because Jeremy's tweeted it a couple times. We haven't seen anything yet, but there was also a, a period when figures toy company stopped making ring of honor and Jazzwares picking it up. So there's a process there. I'm sure a, a legal process. And speaking of that, we, have, we didn't even touch on this cause they hadn't broke news last week, but Zombies making a Jeff Jarrett like almost elite style figure now, and apparently plans to make three or four in the in the heels and faces line. But a lot of people were being like, "How can they not be sued? This thing looks just like the Ultimate Edition that Mattel showed off." I don't know. Like, well, I mean, it's a likeness, so you have the license to make the likeness of Jeff Jarrett. Yeah. So and they just happen to look similar because that's how he looks. Right, and he used that same gear in WCW, so it's not like an exclusive WWE look because mm-hmm. he used that in, you know, WCW. Um, I, I mean, so it's while Jeff, uh, you know, while Jeff is, you know, it started in WWE, like. I, I think the zombie looks better. Um, you know, I, I'll, I'll throw this out at you, kind of. Do you think... So, zombie has said, this talent has signed to heels and faces. This talent has signed in heels to faces. He's always said heels and faces. Mm-hmm. Well, this line is now heels and faces. 
How many of these guys that he signed are going to have an elite figure now compared to a retro? Well, I do. My understanding, and I don't, I don't know much, but I know there's been some legal issues with some of the talents, right? Um, my understanding is that you know, Figures Toy Company initially signed Chris Candido and gave permission for him to, for Zombie to use a four inch scale. They said, as long as you don't do six inch, we're okay. And so that would be an issue. I would, I would think. So I I think a lot of for Candido for Candido. Yes. For, okay. For others, possibly. Yes, too. Now I think a lot of that depends on individual likeness. Bruiser Brody's another one because he signed with power town. So yeah. can Zombie sign him? I don't know. Now, at the same time, you know, Sabu signed with Chella to do an elite style figure. Right. So does he make another one to go against Chella? And it, that's the that's kind of the deal. Like, is that even good business to do another one? I don't know. Like, or do you focus on guys that like me personally, I think Dino Bravo is a layup if you can get him still, because he's He's only had one figure his entire career, which is insane, and that was from Zombie. So, um, you know who I would like, and I'm probably the only person. Well, there's two, and I think it would go well. Um, and I'm going to make you laugh on one of them, but the first one, I think a Jack Tunney Elite would be awesome. Actually, Jack, go, no, I agree. I think Jack Tunney would be great because he's never had one. And, you know, as far as he like, goes with the like that Mega Powers two pack oh, and yeah. all of those like er, early 80s legends. Um, uh, Nate would have a field day with a Jack Tunney elite. I mean, and, I, and I'm not saying that sarcastically to be like he paid give him face paint to be part of demolition. Let's <laughs> see. Now you're now you took it one step too far. Um, but did. no, I mean, like all the contract signings or, or things like that, that would be great. Like. Rumble 94 controversy. Here comes Tunney on the take to clear it up. You know, like it's, there's a lot you could do with a, a Jack Tunney. A Todd Pittengill would be amazing as an elite. I would, I would be all about That's that. That's the other one I was going to say. Like I had no interest in a Todd Pettengill uh, retro, but we've got dancing Doc Hendricks. Yeah. Now we need, we need a Todd Pettengill elite. You can straight or, up do the action zone, you know? <laughs> yes. Like, and I like other than Dino, those were the other two that popped in my head like must haves. Yeah. Like I I need I need Dino, but well, man and, and he signed one man t- gang, so could he do a one man gang elite? Because I don't think there has been a one man gang elite. Um I think there's only been a Keen. Yeah. Um I don't know. I think it's it's probably I would bet and again I I don't Mr. Know, Hughes? I know Mr. we're Hughes getting is signed a... with FTC though. Oh, that's right. We talked about that. Yeah. So my 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 thinking on this would be anyone he's already got contact with is probably doable because he already has contact with them, but I bet it would have to be a new deal, right? It's not right. now it's a, a, now we have to do 6 inch, but he's got power and glory signed. They would make great elites in my opinion. Like that would be sweet. <sighs> Even a Hercules, like not yeah. just power and glory, but like 
uh, Hercules Hernandez. Oh yeah. Um, and I, I know that these were one of the early signings because, but I won't confuse my expresses, but a rock and roll express two pack. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that would be, I mean, I'm not a big fan of Ricky and Robbie. Like I, I was always a midnight express guy, but, um, yeah, I, I, I think that, I mean, they haven't had figures since Jax, so... And I think that was the uh, only two uh, that they ever had, right? It was Jax. To my knowledge. Well, and they messed it up, too. Yeah, they, they changed were, the hair, hair color. Wrong. So... Ricky almost had a uh, a galoob, but it didn't come out. But yeah, for as long as they were around and as popular as they were, not a lot of figure representation. But I will say, I always go back to this. Power Town has supposedly signed, like, 200 names. So if you're Power Town, how have you not signed Rock and Roll Express? How have you not signed all these guys, right? So how have you not delivered my figures? It's first quarter of 2023. Sorry. <laughs> well, but I mean, but I mean seriously though, if you're Power Town, if you sign this many names, I can't imagine you didn't go after Rock and Roll Express. I can't imagine you didn't go right. after, you know, maybe not Jack Tunney, I don't know, like but maybe there's a lot of these names that they haven't hit yet. So I could see that being an issue. Um, but like I said, I would, I would assume that anyone that he's done is probably doable as long as they're not under a new contract with a new company. And he, but he would probably have to pin a new deal with them would be my guess. But again, I don't know, but I think it's cool. You know, more figures out the better. I I agree. Like we, we see, so many figures just keep them coming out so we have new weekly content absolutely to to, to bring to the ears to our listeners all right well unless you have anything else to add i think it's about time to dive into our main event i am ready for some carnival food maybe we can do that one day as a as a one-off you know talk about uh i about said waffle fry Yes, let's talk carnival games, guys, because I, I, I'm losing my mind tonight. I got to stay focused. All right, Travis, we are back here on episode 82 to talk all about carnival toys. This is such an interesting topic because it's such a wide ranging topic. Because we actually, in the first part of the show, we talked a little bit about those carnival pictures you could win but that's not even technically even a carnival toy right i mean there's so much that this could cover it's not but like when you were at the carnival when you saw that you're like oh my gosh that's so much better for a dollar than it is getting like candy or Mm -hmm. like uh, any type of you know for a dollar, it was like I said, it was better than getting candy because you knew whatever. Like it was going to cost you more than a dollar to play games to possibly get a, a stuffed animal. Yeah, absolutely. Um, um, real quick before we dive too deep into this, uh, this was picked from our good friend of the show, Soda Hunter. I already mentioned him, and make sure to go check out In the Marvels with him and Ethan. Uh, his choices were Jack's TV Games, uh, DC Superpowers Series Three. Hercules, Legendary Journeys, and then finally Carnival slash Fair Toys. Um, 
when he messaged me, he had no idea what Jack's TV games were. I had to kind of explain those to him. And then he kind of was like, oh, yeah, I remember that. And uh, But Carnival Fair Toys is kind of one that hits everybody because I feel like everybody at some point in their life has been to the fair or the carnival and has seen this, like, cavalcade of just horrible toys that they offer. Oh, yeah. Like, and you can't find these anywhere prizes. else, but for whatever reason, when you're there, you have to have one. Yes. Um, and like it, like I was saying, like you not only got carnival toys as prizes, like there was always that one booth that had every like knockoff toy available as well. Right. Like it was the place where you got real metal handcuffs. Can't tell you how many pairs of those I bought, but it was like you got a pair of metal handcuffs, mm-hmm. not the cheap plastic ones from the cereal aisle, but these have a key. And guess what? You always lost the keys. Um, <laughs> yep. Uh, or like, how about the bow and arrow uh, with the uh, suction cup arrow? Yeah, because we used to play cowboys and Indians. You're not allowed to anymore because that's not nice. Um, or the cap gun. Oh, the like, cap gun, man. Those are great. I I remember the cap gun. Like, and the thing is, it always smelled like that. It's not gunpowder and not TNT powder, but, like, the cap powder. Like, mm-hmm. it, it just had that distinctable smell because, like, the gun itself was plastic, but the barrel and the chamber was all metal. And I never understood that, but I always thought it was cool. Oh, absolutely. Um, this is a deep, I don't know if it's a, a deep cut, but I had one as a kid. Do you remember, because I only saw it at the carnival, they were styrofoam and they, uh, they were basically like multicolored styrofoam cut in the form of like a lizard or an iguana and it had the equivalent of like a like a uh, a wire uh, hanger as a leash so like it was stiff but if you wiggled the leash it actually looked like the iguana was walking I do remember those now that you say that it took me a second to be like what but now I do remember that yeah yeah, and it was like you walked a lizard, and you're like, this is so cool. I'm walking a lizard. People think I'm really walking a lizard. It's like, no, kid, it's a styrofoam lizard or iguana on, like, a, a piece of stiff string. Like, totally remember those. Do you remember the dog leashes that were made? And they must have had some type of, like, metal piece. But it was like the dog was invisible, but it kind of curved down to where it looked like you were actually walking a dog. That was invisible. Yes. Again, the invisible not dog. something you'll ever need to buy in your entire life, but hey, you can get it at the carnival. Right. And everyone's favorite growing up in the 80s, 90s, and even 2000, poppets. Oh, and yeah. not these not these 2022 poppets where you, it looks like an ice, that made of plastic and it looks like an ice tray. I'm talking about the cap filled little white thing that you threw TNT pops or mm-hmm. whatever they were called pop, pops. I've heard called that before. 
Yeah, you threw him on the ground. Like, he couldn't walk through the carnival without it sounding like uh, pops. Um, so I have a story or, about getting in, almost getting in bad trouble from a carnival toy that I've never told on here. I was saving it uh-oh. for this. So this is a good one. Um, another favorite at the fair, especially when you get to your teenage years, fart spray. Did you ever own a can of fart spray? No, but I was always like too scared to buy fart spray because I knew like it was that guilty conscience. If I knew something was bad, I automatically was like, they're going to figure out it's me. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go to jail, but <laughs> I saw it and it's and I smelled it. Yes, it's dumb. it's pungent, isn't it? Oh yeah. So I was the kind of the quiet kid in school, but I certainly was all about my pranks. And um, I had a can of fart spray, brought it to school, showed it to people. And it'd be kind of like one of those things where I'd like spray it a little bit in the bathroom and then leave, but I never knew if anyone actually smelled it or not because no one was in there. Well, I was walking down the hall and we were coming back Uh-oh. from lunch and a, this kid was in front of me and I sprayed just a tiniest bit on the back of his jacket. Just, just that much. And we're walking three, four, five steps later. He turns and goes, Oh, something stinks. <laughs> And then we keep walking. He goes, oh, man, I think it's me. (laughs) And so I told him I sprayed him a fart spray. No big deal. But here's where it got bad. So I was in my my fifth period class, which at this point we had six six periods or six hours. um, Yeah, you're in the home stretch. Yeah. So it's like I'm in fifth period out of six. It's almost done. It's a Friday. And, you know, it's one of those things when you have something like this, what do you do? You show everybody, right? Hey, check out what I got. Hey, yeah, because you're, you're, you're young and dumb. Like, and so it's I, a bragging uh, moment. I, uh, I'm in my class, and it's, it's uh, U.S. history. I will never forget this. And oh, I have a feeling Breaker is about young Breaker is about to be history at this point. Well, <laughs> so show it to a guy. And he's like, oh, let me see it. I was like, dude, can't. It's super strong. Can't. Don't spray it. He goes, I'm not going to spray it. I'm not going to spray it. I'm like, seriously, you can't, you can't spray it. He goes, I'm not going to spray it. And now keep in mind that little, that was enough to where everyone in the hall could smell this guy. And like, you know, it's strong, right? It is strong. Yeah, it, it, it gags you. Like, yeah. if you're close enough to it. And so all of a sudden I hand him the can because he was just like, I just want to smell it. I just want to smell it. He takes a whiff and goes, oh, oh, no. I mean, for a while. And I was like, oh, my God. And he hands up the can back. I put it in my bag. The bell rings and I just take it off. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> so I'm laughing so hard. I'm like chuckling. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh. And so I'm just like, because I know how bad this stuff is. Right. And. Like abort, a, abort, mission, abort. But Get I just leave, out. so I don't know what Get else out. to do, right? And so <laughs> I leave. It's Friday, luckily, and uh, I have a class <laughs> down the hall. And so I got up to like I was throwing away something, 
And I pop my head out the door, and that entire <laughs> class is standing outside. <laughs> because it stunk so bad in there. I was like, oh, no. And so I'm, like, really sweating this because I don't know what to do. Like, I'm going to get in so much trouble. And um, the teacher pulled me aside on Monday. And it was like, so I heard you had this spray. And I was like, it is mine, but I didn't spray it. Someone grabbed it from me and sprayed it. She's like, okay, don't bring that back. I'm like, no problem. That was the end of it. So luckily it wasn't a big deal. But I was really afraid because, like, as bad as that stuff is, you just can't get the smell out, right? I mean, it just – it is Oh, yeah, bad. it's bad. But years later, I learned to do it differently. Um, I was a sophomore <laughs> in high school, and we <laughs> – where the parking lot was. So I don't know if, you, if your high school is like this. When I was a sophomore, for, like – my birthday's in October. For, like, the first two or three months, I couldn't drive. So when right. I off campus lunch, I was – Stuck eating in the, like the snack bar area, like a chump, you know? Mm -hmm. And so there's this real long hall, like this real long walkway up to the, up to the school. And there's just like little, almost common area between these two doors. And so I show the spray to another guy and he's like, I gotcha. And so he went and he just walked that entire area spraying that common area spray. And, and we just sat back and just laughed because people would walk in like all smiling, like yeah, I just came back from lunch, having a good day, and then like their demeanors just <laughs> they just changed instantly, like oh my god, what am I smelling? <laughs> oh, so like doing stuff like that was a lot more fun, and you know, not letting people spray it in a classroom. So if you ever have a can of fart spray, do not let someone spray it in a classroom. Bad day. Right. Right. Ooh, I can't top that, man. Like I, don't <laughs> I, even, I know you'd appreciate like, that one. Oh my gosh! Like uh, so, from fart spray, I don't like. You've already like hit six and a half stars. Like you're better than Will Osprey and Kenny Omega. Like <laughs> I'm fart uh, spray in the Tokyo Dome. Absolutely. Um, uh, on the other end, though, I know the Carnival and Fair always had, like, another toy. I remember there was always slime. Also, do you remember yes. the ice cream cone with, like, the foam ball you could shoot off? I remember those. And any random dart gun. Yeah. Like, um, do you remember the, like, once it turned dark, every vendor and or prize had some sort of Glow in the dark, or like, um, what are those things called where you freeze them and you crack them? Glow oh, sticks? glow stick. Yeah, like you had them on like uh, a, uh, you had them on a string to where you could spin them, or you could make like a necklace and yeah, um, like a glow stick and then, necklace or bracelet or whatever. Yeah, and then they always told you, "All right, kids, when you get home, put this back in the freezer." Because then you can crack it again and use it. And that never worked. No. Nope. Those were good for a day, if you were lucky. Yeah. But, but the you second you saw someone them, at the fair wearing it, you're like, I have to have one of those. I I need green. I need red. I need blue. Don't give me purple. Do not give me purple. But, oh, like, and the, uh, I, I don't know what they were called. But they, it was like a, a small flashlight. 
you flicked it, and then at the end it was like these clear, thin tubes, and each at the end of each tube was like a different color. So like the the it was almost like a brush. So like the strands were all clear, but the like the color at the end was different, and you could like swoosh it around like a paintbrush, and those bristles made different color things. It was. I don't know. Maybe we had a high tech carnival one time. I don't remember that, but you know, the thing is, is like, I always felt like with the carnival or the fair, it's always really stuff you don't want, but I think they catch you in that. Like, I have to have this cause I'm here mode. You know, I've got mean? $10 in my pocket. Yeah. What am I going to get? Well, and even, even now, like if I go to the fair now, like I, there's never been a fair I went to. I thought, man, this is, fantastic this is so much fun you know but it's like you kind of have to go and you have to get some type of fair food and i'm not like real like oh I, I have to play these games but it is kind of fun to you know try to throw the football or shoot the basketball or whatever it might be right like that's there's something fun yeah. about that and and i, I guess another one we, we kind of glossed over gigantic stuffed animals i mean that's always been a thing but who wants to carry around a giant stuffed giraffe all day you know like that's not fun no, but you definitely got your ring around the top of the bottle to win that six-foot yeah. stuffed hippopotamus, though. Like, ah, gosh, that's that's awesome. I'm trying to think of some other, like, random ones that, uh, that like, that, there was always that, like, some magnet thing too, like whether it was like the, the, I don't want to call it an etch-a-sketch, but you had that, like it had a plastic back or a cardboard back, a clear plastic front that held in mag magnet dust. And there was a face. So you always had to like draw a mustache with a magnet pin on oh, his face. Yeah, you I do remember that? Like you could draw the big eyebrows other... and stuff. Yes. Uh, and any other type of crazy magnets that you could put on your refrigerator. Um, and there was always some stupid, cheap remote control car that you thought was the best thing in the world. But yes. the minute that it crashed, like it didn't even make it to the next day, let alone the next weekend. And it was dead or the batteries died. Yeah. Um, it was never stuff, like I said, that you ever saw anywhere else. Like, these were never for sale at any stores. Uh, oh, how about this? How about the big plastic microphone that would kind of echo your voice? It wasn't even electronic, but you remember those? Yes. Yes. Like, um, or uh, this one just popped in my head. Do you remember ever finding... It wasn't a prize, but it was always like, like I said, you get a toy at like the toy booth. But do you remember the scuba diver that you would put the batteries in and his feet would kick and oh, he would yeah. swim on, like on the top of your bathtub? Absolutely. That that was a hot toy there for a while because you're like, do I want the black scuba gear, the green scuba gear? Um. Also, we talked about cap guns. What about just the standard noise-making LED light-up gun that when you pulled the trigger, it made some just hideous, obnoxious noise and mm. lit up the whole time? 
I do remember that. Also, I remember. Do you remember the two like balls, and they almost kind of look like chalk? Would you hit them together, and they would make a sparking sound? Yes. I have no idea what those are yeah. called, but I remember getting those. And even then, it's like, what is this? Like, you don't need this. It stuff. sparks. Yeah, it's like, well, that's probably not safe, you know. But uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Fair and carnivals are always so interesting because, and I, you know, I know you have young kids. I have my niece and nephew, but it's like. They always see something they want, and it's like, you really don't need that. And and I get it. We're a toy podcast talking exclusively about stuff you don't need, but that's stuff you really don't need. Oh, you, you don't need it at all. But for some reason, like you said, you just, I want, because I, you know, I, I think it's because you never see it other than at a fair or a carnival. Right. It's not like you could go to Toys R Us and get sparking iron balls boy that sounded bad <laughs> um but it's the truth though right like it's the only time you're gonna see it is there at the fair which is like you know a fair or carnival at least around here they've always been like you know for a few days at the most right so then they're gone yeah i actually remember the town i live in has a small carnivore they used to when i was younger and it wasn't anything big but it was almost like perfect size where there was a lot of fun stuff to do Oh, I remember also being able to buy this there, the hairspray that changed your hair color. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. And silly string. There was a big silly string a couple oh, of years yeah. until, until that VHS made it to, like, hard copy in a current affair of, like, the kid getting second. I felt bad because they sprayed it on his birthday cake and oh, did they it really? all that blew up. Yeah, that was a big thing. Like, do you remember those trash shows after the news, like hard copy and I remember a current affair. affair. Sure, yeah. Um, somebody sent their video in, and it showed like uh, some the they were singing "Happy Birthday" and the candles were lit on the cake, and a parent or a kid sprayed silly string on it, and it just <laughs> went up, and a lot of kids got burnt. Now. Wow. I don't know if that's an urban legend or something. So wait a minute, did they like, did they spray the silly string like before? Like I guess like the candles were lit, then they sprayed the silly string, and that like yes. was it, it ignited yes. that way. Yes, I would ignited. have known silly. I I imagine an aerosol can would be, but I wouldn't have assumed silly string would have been flammable like that. So I I, I might be wrong, listeners, if you know. Tweet us. I don't know if this is a Mandela effect, and maybe it did happen. But like, I seem to remember that's why Silly String like all but vanished because like Silly String was everywhere. Your regular cans. Oh yeah. Like they used to sell the Spider-Man Spider web shooters. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they would just make it for anything. It's like yeah. Silly String, Silly String, Silly String. Well, it lasted and then thirty seconds. You know, like. You know, it's like you but, spray it, and then it's done. That's it. Can's empty. Okay. Who are we arguing? That was the greatest thirty seconds oh, so of funny. the fair. Oh yeah. Also, and, uh, to go along with the stink bombs, or I'm sorry, fart spray were stink bombs. Remember those? We could actually they were kind of like a glass thing, uh, and you could break them. Yeah. See, I was at a basketball game in high school, and I was in the pep band, and. Somebody let one of those off or broke it under the bleachers, 
in the upper rafters. Oh my gosh. They were horrible. Like, yeah, because we had, we were in the like upper rafters or like upper level. Um, so because they needed all the paying people and the parents and whatnot down in the good seats. And so, uh, science lesson here, folks, uh, Heat rises, so it was already like 20 degrees hotter up there because of how of where we were. But then somebody throws the stink bomb, and it was just abysmal. Straight up, just the most horrible thing in the world. Mm -hmm. I don't remember those as much. I don't know if I'm, I'm sure I had some, but I remember it always being like someone would buy it, and then they would... You know, throw it down, and it would make the um, the glass vial type thing. Yeah, and like I remember, kind of smelling it, but never like, never too bad, I guess. So I don't know. I'm, uh, but I definitely remember that fart spray very, very much. <laughs> it was like condensed liquid fart spray, and it just like yeah, stunk so bad. I mean, I I remember fart spray, but yeah, this stink bomb was oof. I can't, bad I can't days, imagine it was bad good. days. I feel like we could go on forever about uh, toys of the carnival because there's so many. Um, but um, this week, Travis, you're going to pick our next main event. And I have four amazing choices for you, including a couple of things that we haven't touched on in a very long time. Are you ready? Bring it on. All right. Well, I, this first choice is inspired by uh, the one and only Jason Wolf, uh, And that is... Cops and Crooks, the Crooks series one, because they kind of divided them up where Cops were one part and Crooks were the second part. So Cops and Crooks, the Crooks series one. Okay. Choice number two, Battle Trolls series two. Choice number three, okay. G.I. Joe, a real American hero series two. And choice number okay. four. Power Rangers Evil Space Aliens Series 1. Uh, I, man. You got some interesting, like, you got some doozies in there. I do. Um, I, whew, I, I'm going through my head real quick. Like, what, what do I want? And I, I'm fairly certain on this point because uh, even though I never had them, I could never find them, but I always wanted them. But we are going to talk Power Rangers, uh, the the villains, the the aliens, or the, choice number four. Power Rangers Evil Space Aliens Series 1. Now, these came out, these were in the same scale as... The head flippers, aka the automorphing ones, and uh, these were really like high on my list of stuff I wanted, but were like insanely difficult to find for some reason. Uh, I'm actually going back they and recollecting a lot of them now, but this first wave is like twelve figures. It's pretty. Uh, it's pretty much a who's who of goofy characters for sure. I just seem to remember always finding like a one off at a. Uh, garage sale. Yes. Like I never saw them in the store, but every once in a while, if you were lucky and like the, 
like the miscellaneous toy box that had action figures, Hot Wheels, like mm-hmm. you know, get everything out. You know, everything in this is a buck a piece, and like every once in a while, if you didn't find like Happy Meal toys, you might find one villain, yes. maybe. And I think that was the whole thing, right? Like I remember they made a character named Nasty Knight. And I remembered that character simply because I had the VHS tape. Like, it was one of the few VHS right. tapes I had. So I remember the villain. And I got kids at school. I was like, oh, I have that. I'm like, you liar. Like, you do not. Because <laughs> I've never seen that anywhere. <laughs> you know, and I, I don't, he may have, who knows. But that was interesting, too. Like, because I remember even as a kid always thinking, like, man, you never see the same stuff at different stores. And, you know, I'd always ask my parents, like, here, take me here, take me there. Or take me to this Walmart. They're like, no, it's all the same stuff. And it's like, well, it really, it wasn't, you know, and I think I was right as a kid. You absolutely were right. Your parents were wrong. Um, you were the favorite, though, not your sister. They never told you that. But so, but I will, you know, I, I will make sure that you, you know that now. <laughs> <laughs> it's always good to know. Um, anything else you want to add before we get out of here, man? No, uh, you know, uh, well, yeah, thanks again, everybody, for listening. Uh, we're 82 episodes deep. Uh, I would like to, I know Breaker and I, like, had big plans, like, but I I never really thought we'd make it to 82, to be honest with you. And it's I don't mean that episodes. in a bad way. Yeah. Like, it's a lot of episodes, uh, and... I, I would like to apologize tonight. You know, a lot of times you guys know that we, Breaker and I, record late. Uh, so I, I may have lost my mind a couple times tonight or, or lost my way. So hopefully you enjoyed that. But, uh, you know, thanks to the listeners for, for listening and, and sticking with us. Oh, absolutely. And going back and listening to the old stuff. That That's also, we've noticed that recently. People are going back if yeah and, and – you know, uh, spot picking or here and there. So thank you for that. That was kind of my thought early on is that people would listen to the ones that uh, hit them, you know, like, Oh, I remember this. Oh, I remember that. But I think also too, if you're a person that does that, maybe check out some other episodes because even though you may not be real familiar, say with power Rangers, evil space aliens or the view master, any of that stuff, there might be some stuff in there that we talk about. That's uh, that's entertaining. So, so definitely check out the archive episodes. There's a lot of good stuff in there. And um, I want to thank everyone as well. Uh, love all the feedback we get. I, I appreciate everybody always uh, hitting us up when they hear the episodes and their thoughts and everything else. That always makes it seem worth it um, for sure. All of our T-shirt designs are currently over on Public. So, and I always say T-shirt designs. Um, Steve Hoker brought this up and uh, he's been doing this where he doesn't buy t-shirts always, but he always buys a couple of stickers from our store. And that's another way to support us where you don't have to spend nearly as much money. Maybe you're not a t-shirt fan. Well, the cool thing about T public is we have coffee mugs or travel mugs. I think you can get uh, refrigerator magnets, which is kind of a fun thing. Stickers, of course, all kinds of different t-shirts, and just a bunch of different other items. So it's a good way to support us without having to strictly stick with uh, with T-shirts if maybe you're not a T-shirt fan. So there's a good way to support there's us. There's hoodies. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know a lot of people work in an office, right? And so in an office, you can't yep. wear a TV Toycast T-shirt. But 
but you could have a TB Toycast coffee mug and or a travel mug and drink that while you're at work. So there's a way to support us and get the word out if you if you can. So we definitely appreciate that. Yeah, and uh, another cheap plug is these. Um, I'm kind of in my older age. I've turned into a t-shirt snob. Um, they have a their high quality or their like tri blend. Uh, is amazing. The soft shirt, like, highly, highly recommend that. Like, it's it's worth it's like a three dollar upcharge, but I recommend it. Well, and T Public does a lot of sales too, where they'll put everything on sale, like thirty five or forty percent. So it's a good sale. So yeah, definitely check that out, and uh, we appreciate all the support. And thank you guys for checking out uh, the TV Toycast, and we will see you in the toy aisle. Take it easy.